Welcome to Sounding Board, where my brother and I thrash out the ideas and principles that very few seem to talk about anymore. Free markets, free trade and free speech. Nick, do you know many Russian economists? Uh, not really, no. It's not something you tend to think. You tend to think of Germans for economists, you don't tend to think of Russians. Germans or the Austrian school or yes, the Chicago yes. school or these people. Well, I, I didn't really know any either. I found out about a guy a few days ago, a guy called Nikolai Kondratiev. Okay. Um, who is a, well, he was a Russian economist uh, back in the 20s and 30s. Right. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about him because he, Kondratiev was one of those economists that you have to take into account exactly where he was and the time at which he was alive. Yes. To really judge him, I guess. Mm. Some, if, if, you, if you just took him at face value, you'd probably think, okay, he's just another socialist. Uh, right. Uh, but if you, if, you, if you take all that into account, I think you'd, you'd actually quite like him. So the reason being was that he came up with this, this theory of large business cycles or, business, or, 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 or large waves. Right. Now, at the time in Russia, it was assumed that capitalism was failing. Yes. That, that, was, that was the theory that capitalism was... It was inevitable that it was going to fail uh, and that this glorious socialism would, would take over. Kondratiev had other ideas. He'd studied cycles of business uh, and he'd worked out that Western capitalist economies had a, a cycle of around 50 to 60 years. And he separated that into these different seasons. There'd be like a spring, summer, an autumn and a winter. Okay, right. As opposed to these kind of shorter cycles, which still exist... But he was very much up against it when people were saying, oh, no, this is the end of capitalism and socialism is going gonna, is gonna to take over. Yeah, so saying, the only wave is going to be from here to there. Yeah, and he was saying, no, no, I'm, I'm really sorry, but all the evidence suggests otherwise. And if you, if you look back at it like a, a thousand years, you can, you can see these waves. Apparently the Mayans had similar, uh, similar attitudes towards cycles, you know, they were right. like a, a, about a couple of generations Long. Oh, okay, um, and that's so where the 50, 60 years thing comes there in. Is, and there's, there's, it's, and there's, it's more generational than it probably is what? time, maybe, or yeah. It's 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 kind of they're, they're thinking that perhaps these days it will be a little bit longer because people because are, people live people longer, longer getting at yes. living a bit longer, but you can still see these you know these Cycles. waves yeah. of, of, of kind of long booms and, and, and busts. And he died in uh, nineteen thirty eight. But the, the the kind of cycles still tie in pretty much with the you know the two thousand and eight you know crash and, and, yeah. and where we are now. Yeah. So I just found him really really interesting. So he was a he was a proponent of the the new economic policy, which was I guess a tiny bit of free marketeering in in Russia at the time. Um, right. And there was, you know, a few businesses were allowed to to, to be privately owned, mm. um, and um, so I think if he'd have been if he'd have lived somewhere else in a different time, he'd have probably been a free marketeer. Yeah, everything he does points towards less socialism than than than, than Russia was. And well, he was and, and, and he was sent to the gul- he was sent to the gulag and he was shot um, by a firing squad for his beliefs. Oh well, it um, kind of says it all, really, doesn't it? it exactly. Um, I mean, the the one striking thing from what you've said there uh, is that he used uh, evidence to support his <laughs> his his theories and his uh, and his ideas. That he looked, he looked to the past to see how these things operated, and under different civilizations and different societies, 
to see that there maybe was some kind of um, you know almost unbroken pattern. Well, he continued his his research in prison under very ill health as well. Right. Um, so he really stood up for his for his beliefs. And did he have any kind of government or party position? So he did. Yeah, he he really did. He was uh, something around agriculture. I think. Let me just let right. me just check. Right. So these are, he was a he was part of the party machine. He was. He absolutely um, was. He was the deputy minister for food supply. Uh, in the oh. government in 1917 when he was 25 years old. When he was 25, okay. It didn't last very long. Um, because he got sent to the Gulag? Well, no, so he 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 worked with the, the Bolsheviks, but he I think he criticised them a, a right. little bit. Um, okay. So it, uh, he was briefly arrested. He opposed their food policies. Um, because obviously everyone was starving yes. um, at the time. They'd have, I think by, by that time, had they already, had they already sent the, 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 the Gulags... Oh well, Up yeah. To, it, it, to I, wherever I, to yeah, Siberia because they were too good at farming and it was unfair. And yeah, no, I, I, my, my wife's talked to me a lot about this. She likes this era a lot. Um, well, so I don't have the specific dates, but but certainly there were there were very key reasons why they starved, <laughs> and it was getting rid of all the people that could make the food uh, was uh, was was one of the key things. Um, yeah, no, he's he sounds like a really interesting character. I, I I must admit I quite like this idea. I quite like the idea of saying what would any given uh, economist. Or, or even thinker um, do in a different time. Um, you know what would what would Keynes say now, <laughs> or Hayek now? Would it be any different to what they said then? I mean, you know, going back a hundred years is is a is a decent amount of time. Um, certainly, when you're talking uh, you know, the Russian Revolution and uh, you know the, the rise of Bolshevik communism or whatever. But I, mean, I wonder what other people would uh, would would say. So, you got anything else he uh, uh, you liked about him, or is it? No, just, it was it, it was just the fact that he was he was. An economist in Russia, who yeah. stuck by his beliefs, who had was, some free market. Uh, he, he he had a little bit of free market about him. Yeah, I I genuinely think that if he, if he lived in today's time, he would have been more of a free marketeer. I mean, anyone who goes up against you know the Russians uh, to the point where they're sent to the gulag and finally shot for yes. their beliefs yes. is you know it's okay in my it's okay <laughs> okay by me. <laughs> That was just an aside, really. What I really wanted to talk about today was tax. I just felt that he was worth a, a mention. Well, um, we should start a little collection of, of people through the ages that, that you know believe in these things. I think, I think we should. I think we should. But today, so tax. Tax, yes. So, like I have, I'm sure you must have heard celebrities go on about, oh, we don't pay enough tax, or people, who, people like me who earn this amount of money don't pay enough tax. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's a celebrity. Charlotte thing. Church has said it uh, yeah. a few times. Uh, Owen Jones has. Owen Jones said it in an interview with Douglas Carswell, I believe, who volunteered and offered to take him to the Treasury and said, "Look, you can you can pay more tax right now. Yeah. I will take you." And he just flunked around. Uh, and, yeah, flapped. Yeah, and, and and flapped and said, "No, no, no, it's up to everybody." But um, what I wanted to talk about was. Well, I wanted to ask the question, and specifically I wanted to ask you the question. Okay. Uh, how much tax do you think people voluntarily donate to the Treasury? Because anybody can do it. You can just yeah. donate money to the Treasury. If you think that you know, the, the government spends your money wisely and it's better for you to donate your money to the Treasury than to a charity, because that's exactly what these people are saying. They're saying yes. that the government can spend your money better than any charity in Britain. 
and better than you can spend it yourself can. on your family mm. or any other organisation. So how many how many people actually donate money to? The I treasury? mean, there's got to, there's got to be some because there's got to be some holier than thou people who say it like Owen Jones and Charlotte Church who actually do go through with it. I mean, there's got there's got to, there's got to be some. So are you are you asking for a for a sum of money roughly or? So what I've done is. I've, I mean, it's going to be low. I've looked around, yeah, and the and I remember chatting about this with people on Twitter, probably, probably not quite ten years ago, but maybe in right. 2010, 2011, I think. Uh, okay, so coalition time or coalition time, yeah. and I've I've gone back and I've looked through these freedom of information requests, which you can do. So, I've, yes. you, you go onto the website and you say I want to um, uh, to submit a freedom of information request, and you put in the topic that you want to talk about. And it gives you like a list, and you can of search previous ones. previous ones or Makes sense. different titles to see if what you've asked for has already been answered. Has already been answered. And I found some stuff from 2002, 2003 up until I think 2009. Okay. So figures. I've submitted another request for so up to date figures. For up to date figures. So in, I believe it's I think it's 20 working days. So in about four, 15 years. <laughs> So in a month or so's time, we can come back to this and, and compare okay. with how it has been. But I have figures, and they, so these figures are split into. But you're talking, you're talking Labour government years for those I ones, am, yeah, up to 2009, yeah, Labour government years. Um, these figures are split up into different uh, different types of donation. So there right. are there are bequests. Yes. Which, uh, for, if, if if our listener doesn't know, this is in your will. If you want to yep. say right, I'll donate money to you know, to the to the government. Yeah, and so, that's separate. Let's I'm, be clear. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Right, but also that's... I'm, in, I'm interested in, in people actually donating money while, while they're, they're alive. alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is this is what yeah. I'm interested in. Um, so, for example, in the the tax year 2002 to 2003, Nick, how much money <laughs> do you think was donated to the treasury? By the British public, so, so you know, sixty-five million people. I'm not sure how many are, uh, are adult taxpayers. Gonna, probably gonna, thirty or forty million. I'm going to play along here uh, <laughs> with your game and say a hundred thousand pounds. A hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. Okay. Do, so, do, do you want me to go on? Do you on. want to play the higher or lower game? Or no. do you want me to just come out. <laughs> just, just figure? say it. Just say it. Okay. Two thousand two to two thousand two to two thousand and three. Yeah. Three pounds. Three pounds. <laughs> Excellent. Do you know the higher lower game would have been quite amusing with it that one. It would have been. It would have been. Um, I think I wanted to say zero. I wanted it to be that you were coming out with zero, but three is so okay, much so more funny than zero. So if I if I'd have asked for the two thousand and three two thousand and four tax year, you'd have been bang on with zero. Nothing was donated. Nothing. Nothing was donated. So that and just, it's not in their interest to get that wrong, is it? I mean, just, for the record, that three pounds was one single donation. Who gives three pounds? Well, in two thousand and four, <laughs> two thousand and five, somebody gave thirty pounds and seventy three pence. And seventy three pence. That was all they had that year. Two thousand and five, two thousand and six, a fiver. Two thousand and six, <laughs> two thousand and seven, two donations. Whether it's the same guy or not, there's another three pound donation. <laughs> And there was a £300 donation. Oh. Um, that's the biggest so far. 2007-2008, there was a £1,000 donation and a £700 donation. Oh, getting to big numbers there in, big in numbers, relative big terms. 2008-2009, <laughs> now these are the last figures I have. 
Um, oh, but again, financial crisis time. I yes. just want to put that into context. Yeah. But big numbers. Um, <laughs> £4,705.17 was one donation. Another donation of £100. Another donation of £500. And possibly the same chap again with his three quid. three quid. <laughs> I want to meet this guy. <laughs> Is he doing it for laughs? Um, I don't interesting. Know. But and let, let, let's be clear, this is the Labour years, this is where uh, notionally, and we can have this argument or not, the left are in power. And all of those people who, who say, well, OK, I believe that we should all pay more tax, but I'm not going to pay it to a Tory government. I'm not going to have the Tories spend my money. I want, I want people on my side spending it. That was their guys in, in power then, even if they maybe weren't as, as, as left as they wanted them to be. You certainly couldn't argue that it was the wicked Tories spending their money. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. So this is, this is my point. All, all these people... I'm are, really looking forward to getting the rest of that, the, the latest figures. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, so if you look at the trends, obviously it starts off with very, very, very small. Yeah, it, it does go up. And it, and it does go up. But I... Oh, it's it, but they're all within a rounding error compared. To, they're not. They're not even a fraction of one percent, or a fraction of a tenth of one percent, of any kind of tax take, uh, of any kind. So it's meaningless. Absolutely meaningless. It is. They're, they're, like you say, they're not. They're not that, even. Not even rounding errors. All of all of those added up would have taken more money to administer the payments than they would have done. Um, to actually take that money and do something with it. Certainly, and this is where the amusingness of, the, of, a, of a three pound donation is. Maybe we could trump that. Maybe we should give a pound each to the Treasury. I think, yes, yeah, so that's, that's probably... We could appear. We could appear in the next set of stats. Well, I'd have to do another freedom of information. <laughs> in a couple of years' time, yeah. Oh, I wonder if I could... A penny. Can I... Can yes, can, can you give... Can we donate can lower the a pound? penny? And see if that appears. That'd be good, wouldn't it? You could make your mark there in history. Mm. as uh, the person who donated a penny the person who donated the least amount to yes. the government yeah. or at least the first person the first, yeah. to donate the least amount uh, you know, we might start a trend here not that we're saying, right, to be very clear this is sounding board we're not saying that you should voluntarily give um, extra money to the, to the treasury um, if anything we're in favour of lowering taxes albeit the voluntarist way would say if you think that the government deserves some more money then it's up to you to decide to, to do that. Correct. We just don't think that. Well, not based on the current productivity and efficiency of our of, of any government. Of any government. We've seen, yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah. What else have you got on tax then? Well, I have I have a few more stats, um, oh, and right. these are going to help us in the future when we talk about other subjects. Right. Okay. What I'd li I'd, I'd like to ask you the question, or a couple of questions again, actually. Pop quiz time again. Right. Yeah. As a, as a percentage, how many households oh God. do you think take more from the Treasury, oh, from the government, than, than they, they put pay in. in? And you're doing this by household, not by, by households, Because this is, these are the statistics that I could find. Yes, yes. Okay. I, it doesn't really make too much difference. And it does, it does fluctuate, and I've got figures for the, the past few years. Right, okay. Oh, it's going to be worryingly high. Uh, I think it's going to be over 50%. I think it's going to be something like 60%. It's not that bad. I was hoping you'd say something like, oh, it's going to be high, it's going to be 30% or 40%. It, it is over 50. 
it's just over 50. The last figures I, I saw could it wasn't find, too far no, off. No, you, you, were, you, were, you were almost bang on. The last figures that I could find for last year were 50.5%. Okay. So over half households. Uh, yeah. And this, this is the worry, yeah. Take more than, 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 than they, they pay. And so I want to make it clear you can't really blame these people for doing that. No, albeit I'm, do, I'm, but I don't I'm think going to question. Have, I don't think people should have the opportunity, or I don't think as many people should have the opportunity. Of How is this actually measured? Uh, I mean, you might not, you might not know or have the information in hand, but it, how how do you measure the amount you take out? Because that, to me, it's very easy to, to to measure the tax you 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 put in, albeit actually there's all sorts of indirect things like VAT and whatever um, that that you pay on on goods and things. But how do you measure? What someone's so taken not, out not, of the health talking, service, or we're whatever. Not, we're not talking things roads. like, you know, tax on alcohol, and we're not talking about using roads. We're we're talking about. And this stuff. is why I thought it's important to understand this, because actually, there's all sorts of other taxes that are more stealthy than that. This is purely benefits, so we're not talking about. Oh, right, okay. We're not talking about using the NHS or using roads, or even they might be paying more taxes because they smoke or they drink or whatever. This, this is this is basically income taxes versus benefits versus correct. versus handouts. Correct. correct. This is this yeah. is the, cash the, terms. The tax that, yeah. that people in a household pay on their income yes. versus the benefits they get back. So right. over half of the, the over half the households in the UK. Yeah, that almost makes take, it worse. Take more than than they than they put in. Yeah. And it was. Let me let me look back on the figures. Yeah. So what was the trend? It was worse. Yeah. In 1977, I managed to find figures for quite a long time ago. In 1977, it was 40%. Right, yeah. In 2000, it was 44 So trending upwards, but not particularly quickly. Right, but then again, so again, we're talking with three years into the Blair government, but when they're still basically operating under the Tory spending pledges. But in 2010, 53.5%. There we go, you see, look at that. So under, under the, under the, under the yeah. Blair government, it, it, it skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's huge, isn't it? And well, and, ev and everyone knows that. Everyone knows that the benefits went up under uh, under the Labour government. Um, well, and so did and so did taxes. But it's the fact that it went in that in that way. Um, I think people. So I was. I think people would be surprised at just how many people take out more than they just say again. Paid in. So twenty ten was twenty ten was the peak. Fifty three and a half. Fifty three. It's, it's gone down a little bit. Yeah, in the in yeah in the, the, the coalition and, and and Tory government. Yeah, so it now stands at just over half, fifty point five. Fifty point five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I find it actually quite interesting that um, it's uh, it was comparatively as low in seventy seven, I suppose. But the point is actually that's still high. <laughs> we typically that that that's a high figure. It's just got really really high, and I know the same can can apply when you start looking at. I mean, let's face it, we could talk for hours about tax statistics, even without interrogating them too much. Um, and to be honest, I, I, I want to get, unless, unless you've already got them in front of you right now and you're ready to talk about them, the, the, the statistics on the top percentage of people and how much tax they've paid relative to the, to the others. So I don't, I don't have those figures in front of me, but I can tell you from memory yes. that when Margaret Thatcher took over in 79, yeah. it was about 13, 13.5%. Yeah, of income tax was paid by the top one percent. By the top one percent, yeah, yeah. And when uh, I think when the Tories took over, it was about it was it was over a quarter. I think it was about twenty six percent. I mean, I can I can look I can look up those figures. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's you know it. That and was I think by that's dropping, higher, isn't it? Yeah. That was by dropping the tax. You know, the, yeah. the, the tax rate was 
extraordinarily higher than the top one percent in you know in the late seventies. Yeah. Um, they dropped it to sixty percent, um, and then forty percent. Yeah. And you know, and and tax take dramatically increased. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. By the way, if anyone can hear some. Um, Grilling, clanging, rattling in the background. It's because we are in my house, which is having some renovation work done, and there are some builders in the background. But uh, we're just going to carry on regardless. This is life. Yeah, it's a bit of context. That's the ambience of the the podcast, I guess. Anyway, the the reason I wanted to talk about these uh, these particular figures is because they they can be useful when when countering people. Uh, yes, certain in, arguments that you might make about privatisation or things being put in the private sector. Yes. So one of the one of the arguments I always get made against me when I talk about things like, for example, if we privatised the army, if we had private armies. Yeah. Okay. So in my opinion, if we had private armies, we'd be much less likely to go to war. Yeah. I think people would pay because they want defence. Yeah. But they'd be less likely to pay. For armies that were were just going to go to go to war in other go to invade, in, in other, yes. in other rather than just defend the borders. Exactly, yeah. and you know, if, if if we had these private armies, I imagine we would be would be happy to have a defence force. We'd probably be happy to arm our allies as well if they were in trouble. But I don't think we'd be starting as many wars, and there'd probably be there. Yeah, there might be these different competing defence forces, um, but it'd be in their interest to work together. But the argument people always make are, well, well what, if, what if people don't pay? Yes. What, what if people don't pay? Well, so my first argument is over half the households don't pay at all anyway. Yes. So all, all, you, all you need is just under half of the people to put it in a little bit of cash and defence, and, and we're already there. We're already there. And I, I, yeah. I guarantee more than half of people would. You know, if, if we had democracy by the pound... And yeah, where you chose where you chose where your where your, your tax money is going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For every pound, I want X number of pence to go to this department. X number of pence to go to this department. If we if we had that, you can guarantee that defence is going to be the top priority for a, for a, the, the vast majority of people. I would, I would and, say. And 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 this is the point, isn't it? If you had that level of let's call it direct democracy, and as you say, this is you know, democracy by the pound is a good phrase. Um, then there would be you know, my, my uh, hierarchy of needs. Uh, and once would be different to yours, and would be different to the guy next door. Would be different to people in you know, different social classes, different job types, uh, and and all sorts. Uh, and, and the point is, is that then you would end up with the 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 the, the settling of proportions. Uh, and yes, I'm if I if I said no, I do not believe in defence. Then I'm going to get protected anyway by the money that you put in. If Correct. you think that defence is good. Um, Obviously, I could I could completely disagree with funding. I need to pick something not particularly controversial, but let's just say education for, for argument's sake. Um, and I believe that it shouldn't be you know, education should not be funded. But then, if the majority of people want it to be funded, it gets funded. So I don't I don't get my way. Uh, but your point stands in that. But you're not paying for it. So no, that's, that's, I'm not. That's, that's, I'm that's, not that's paying for Whereas it. Whereas at the moment, yes. you don't get your way, and you're paying. For and it. I'm paying for it. Yes, exactly. And that, that, we've we've talked about this model before. I, I would love it if every year you were given a, a pie chart to set uh, for the money that you that you paid in, um, re- regardless of whether we were taxed in the same way as we are now. Even if you if you taxed everyone exactly the way you tax them now. But they just get the opportunity to but say you just where get the that goes. Yes, I think that would be. I think that would be fantastic. That would be a proper step in the right direction. It would absolutely, absolutely um, for that. Uh, but it again, it does highlight that 
government does what it wants. And yes, it might seek a mandate every however many years, um, but that you don't really get to choose. Albeit, when you're <laughs> going back to your previous one, you're given the opportunity, as everyone is, to put more money in. No one takes it up. But if people were given the opportunity to choose where their money went, I absolutely the majority of people would choose. I'm sure there would be, and this does depend on how it frames, doesn't it? If there was a, the government thinks that it should be spent like this. Here is here is the government model. We'll call it the default. I imagine a lot of people would choose that default because they would defer to the government. And they would look at it and go, oh, it's too much for me. But to give the opportunity to everyone, and so the people like you and I could actually sit and say, no, I want it to be all about defence. Uh, don't give everything to the, you know, the Department for Culture or, or whatever. Um, that would totally be the way forward. Well, what's the, what's the department that, that comes up with the industrial strategy? So they wouldn't get anything. No, business is an industrial strategy. Well, why do you need why do you need a department for business, let alone a department for business and industrial strategy? I mean, that well, sounds like a that sounds like a, a planned economy to me. It does, and and why, so why does the government need to pick winners? Winners don't need to be picked. No, and it should be it should just leave the losers. They, to... They've been in the news again recently, Carillion. Again, uh, and I'm assuming it's because someone's popped up at some select committee or hearing or, or a court case or whatever. And the the, the, the point is that they, it, it's always brought up, the, the collapse of Carillion, a large corporate organisation, is somehow seen as a, as a massive, massive failure of the system. Where you and I, it might not be a high five moment, but at the same time we're going, they must have been really bad. And so if they're now making room for a company that's going to do better because the market has punished them because they, they weren't able to operate efficiently in the, in the spaces they were in. And this is excluding the fact that they mainly had government contracts that were so awarded that, badly. That's, that's my point. The, the only failure in the system is that they were kept alive for too long by yes. government contracts. Yes. So they would have failed a long time ago and it wouldn't have been as big of an issue. No, absolutely. They were, sustained. they were sustained. By, because it's not that government isn't just bad at spending money. The government is exceedingly bad at awarding money for private contracts, and this is where this is where leftists do like to drive a wedge in, don't they? With with, with this, you know, privatisation by the back door type arguments, be it of the NHS or, or, or like this of any government um, government spending area. Um, but again, the answer isn't that the government should just be spending the money themselves. They can't procure well. They can't spend well. All the evidence, you know. NHS six billion pounds on an IT system that never got used, brilliant. It, you know, th- if you're not allowed to fail, if you don't have that threat of failure over you, uh, then and you get your money regardless, and you get your money regardless, then then uh, where's the incentive? Remember, you can visit us at soundingboard.com to catch up with previous editions as well as reading the commentary on our blog. have some more stats for you okay more tax related stats tax stats tax stats so this uh, these stats here are the percentage of public spending yep as a portion of gross domestic product okay okay so public spending gdp yes okay the highest was well okay the, the highest was in 1981 how much do you think oh right how much do you think as a percentage the highest was in 81 it was in 81 which is so early years of uh, thatcher yeah. and then my, i'm imagining there's then a downward decline from from that point on 
Um, oh, this is this is fascinating. Um, uh, spending is. I, I, I'm I'm going to go again with um, with about fifty percent. I think on this one. Very very close. Fifty one point two percent. Oh, I'm doing well today. Okay. Fifty one point two percent. Okay. And you're right. It steadily went down. Yeah. Uh, because obviously, you know, you, you you've got two areas of the economy. You've got the productive part, the private sector, yeah. which pays for the other for side, the unproductive part, yeah. the public sector. So you, you know, it, they, they couldn't survive. No, quite. So they had to boost the public, boost the private sector to to pay for the, the, yeah. the public sector. Um, in 1999, so that's the beginning of the Blair years. Yeah. But you have to take into account that they. Vowed they're to still on the Tory spending, spending plan. Yeah, um, for the first it was the first government, I think, wasn't it? Pretty, pretty much, pretty years. much. But it's only a few years. So it was, it was the lowest in 1999, down to 35.7 percent. Right. Okay. Which is still a huge amount. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's over over a third of the economy is yeah. is, is civil servants. It's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. in 2010. Okay, so turn the government again. The coalition took over. Where do you think it was? All right. So, if you're saying so it was, it was, was eighty one, it was it was high. It was just over fifty percent in eighty one, yeah. and that is the highest. So, yeah, I've given yeah. you a bit of a clue. It's not that high. Yeah. Okay. But went how down, close went down to, to thirty five point seven? And in twenty ten, so in the Blair years, where did it get to? Forty five. Forty eight. Whoa, it's higher. Okay. Yeah, it's it's high. Yeah. Oh, they just undid all that good work. They did. They did. It was so. The last time it was recorded, or the last time I could find it, was in 2016, and it was okay. 42.1. So it has been going down. Well, that's good news. Which is kind of good news. Yeah. It's still astonishingly high, though. Yeah. You know, it is. Half, you know, at, at times, half of GDP was public sector. Half. But it's not. It's not GDP, is it? In, well, in no, it's, our it's, view, it's. Yeah, that's that's spending on something that you've only earned money because of the other genuine mm. bit of the economy. So it's 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 false, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. I I must admit I do like I do like stats like this, and I like seeing the trend. I think it's it is worth mapping it to political events and. Well, so the, the, all all the statistics that I've I've given to you uh, today, you can see the trends where everything tends to go down with the with the Tories. And then yeah. everything thing tends to go up, yeah. With the Labour government, and then they've started to go down again. So yeah. you can you can see when, you know, when when Labour get in, yeah, spending goes out the window. You know, benefits go out the window, um, and then and this is the this is the soft left, the the centre left, Blairite. Yeah, who who are seen Labour as being party. you know, the, yeah. if you ask lots of people, they would say, I oh, don't know, the, the Blair was right of centre. Yes. they were. Yeah, you know, they weren't really a proper left wing party. Yeah. But if you actually look at what they did, that it was just massively tax and spend, tax and spend, tax and spend all the time. Yeah, interesting. So it's not all bad news. I mean, it, it, it kind of is, but it's tax not. is bad news. Well, I just wanted I wanted to end on something. So we're not we're not the worst. Oh, okay. a bit of comparison so, here. Yeah. Right. So in the EU, and these so these are figures I've got from twenty fifteen. Okay, yeah. From the OECD. So where do you think? The United Kingdom is in the in the in the scheme of things. So we're, we're still talking about within the EU twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. So we're still talking about uh, public spending as a proportion of GDP. GDP. Um, okay. Well, bearing in mind that we've got you know all of the likes of Italy and Greece and Spain and France uh, in here, 
Are, are you well, they're, they're, they're certainly near the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how far down are we? In the 27th? Yes. Which um, number do you think we are? Uh, let's let's say we're, we're 22. 16. Oh, okay. We're higher up. We're 16. Yeah, there are there are there are more people um, with a with a better proportion than I thought. Mm. So where do you, who are the best then? Give me give me give me the best. The best island at the moment, twenty eight point eight percent. Really, Lithuania doing pretty good at thirty four point nine. Or I say right now, twenty fifteen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Do you know who the worst is? The top of this list. Mm. Greece, Finland, fifty seven point one percent. Really. Guess who was second though, and and you, you kind of touched on them earlier. Italy. No. France. France. Not really? not a massive surprise. Fifty six point six percent. Really? Yeah. Greece is fifty three point eight. Yeah. Italy is fifty point two. Yeah. Um, Sweden is only only forty nine point six. I would have thought they'd have been, they'd have been higher. Yeah. But they are they are Sweden are getting better. So Sweden had. Did you hear about their top rate of tax? A few years back. No. So Sweden, um, in order to try and be this socialist paradise, their top rate of tax for the, the richest of the rich in Sweden was something like 110%. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So whatever you were, you had to give to the state. <laughs> and then and some more. more. Or you had to give all of it. You had to give all of it and more. So it was either, it was either 105 or 110%. But that, I mean, I don't even know what to say. It, Tax is a discouragement it it, anyway. It didn't work very well. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't that. last very, very long and it didn't work very well. But yeah, over 100%. But this is like negative interest rates, isn't it? As well. Uh, this, this idea that um, it, 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 yeah, it's better to spend than to save kind of, kind of thing. And well, they tried that, that in Japan, didn't they? In, when, they had the, when they had the crash. I mean, yeah. we haven't quite got that bad in here or in, no. in America. They no. kind of went down to about naught, but... Tell me where Denmark are. Ah, Denmark, yeah, so they're third. Um, 54.8%. Yeah, another high one. These, these Scandinavian countries like their, like their spending. Yeah, um, well, they all like to kill themselves as well, don't they? What have I told you about bringing down my positive energy? Oh, yeah. No, I do do that. If you bring up Scandinavia, I do, I do have a habit of bringing up suicide rates in the countries right. for all sorts of different reasons presumably it's because it's it's dark all the time and they don't get much natural light oh yeah because they pay everyone to stay at home and anyway yeah sorry, anyway, sorry good news so good news the, the, the good ending is that we are well, we're not as, the worst as best as i can come you're doing up with least is, worst are, territory yeah, stuff we're, we're not we're not the worst we're not as bad as finland that's that's the, that's the as good france. news or france yeah well, thank you for bringing up uh, tax as something that we can talk about. Well, don't don't thank me. I think we should thank our listener for putting up with us for the, the, the yes. past hour. Thank you, listeners. You've been listening to another edition of Sounding Board, classical liberal conversations about the politics and practicalities of free trade, free speech, and free markets. And this edition is all about trying to be free from tax.